Hey, what's going on, you guys? This is Dante. And Michelle. And you're tuned into Life, Instructions Not Included, a podcast where we try to find all the pieces to make our lives feel a little bit more normal. Coming from different walks of life, we'll try to spark conversation that mentally stimulates us and challenges the way we all think. Today, we are going to be talking about... Why the fuck do we feel old and we're only in our 30s? Yes, exactly that. Could you space out a little bit? Exactly how I'm feeling today. Losing your memory already. Always. We're only in our 30s. Yeah. Well, so I'm actually super tired today. I drank a Vietnamese coffee yesterday at 4 p.m. and it kept me up all night, which pissed me off because when I was younger, I could drink coffee at night and I would have no problem going to sleep. So today I'm definitely feeling it. That sucks. I don't know. I can't relate. So whenever you guys tell me that, because I got a bunch of clients that say the same thing where they're like, oh, I can't drink coffee at a certain hour or else it's going to keep me up the whole night. I just downed coffee before we started recording and it is what, six o'clock tonight. Mm -hmm. And it's not kicking in. And I think it will not kick in. I, so I kind of need what whatever the fuck you guys got going on. Well, I think you're one of those where just coffee doesn't affect you. You know, some like coffee doesn't affect everyone yeah, anyways. For sure. Okay. But before we dive into the topic, let's check in because it has been a minute. We know that you guys have missed us. We haven't recorded in almost a two, month. Two months. Shit. Okay. We haven't released since February. God and it damn. is already... April. (laughs) Shit. So a bunch of shit has been going on. We were both sick for about two and a half weeks, almost three weeks. And, you know, finally recovered maybe two weeks ago and I finally went back to work. So what has been up with me? I still have my cough from like two weeks ago. Really? And this is actually the sickest I have ever been. Uh Like if I ever got sick before, I'd probably just be sick for 24 hours but I kid you not, this time around, I was sick. I was out for two weeks. God damn. That and sucks. So. Yeah, so something's going around. Well, you know, we both caught it. A bunch of my friends caught it. Stay um, safe Clients there. caught it. And, you know, I think that I'm hoping that shit gets better once spring comes around because I do not want to get sick again during spring and summer. You know, I think our immune systems are a little jacked up since covid Possibly. I think. I don't Possibly. know. Possibly. Part of me believes that. Yeah. Well, anyway, so since since I've been feeling better, I uh, did a couple trips. You know, I went out to Sincadia Resort area for a friend's birthday, went out to Portland, um, copped one of my favorite shoes, the Air Max One, white and red. Uh, for all of you guys that do know me, I love Air Max Ones. I've loved Air Max Ones since I was like a teenager. And I regret all the ones I have sold. And so now I'm trying to get them all back did you sell a lot of them i sold over like two or three hundred pairs of shoes two or three hundred yeah i i have a spreadsheet of all the stuff that i've sold and i cry every time i look at it my goal is to get them all back at some point damn um yeah it's it's sad it's sad and keep in mind i used to work at nike so i would get a a hefty discount Mm -hmm. hefty discount so not for free. No, I wasn't stealing no shit. You know, people would be like, oh, what the fuck was he doing? No, I wasn't stealing anything. I got, <laughs> when I first started. He paid for it. <laughs> what happened was if there was like under 10 pairs left of a certain shoe, 
then you know you get your normal forty percent, and then on top of that, you get another twenty or thirty percent. Forty percent discount. Oh yeah, that's a lot. That's crazy. Well, you I got thirty. Worked, I got thirty. I said yeah. I used to work at like Foot Action. Yeah. I we only got thirty percent off. Anyways, that's nice. Yeah. So Please. yeah, when I first started there, it was pretty much, pretty much half off. Yeah. You know, a little bit more than half off um, when you put everything together, but it was. It was crazy. I just racked up a bunch of shoes, mm-hmm. clothes. And so then, easy, too. Yeah, and then I had to pay a bunch of bills off when I was young. Um, sorry, not bills. Uh, tickets. <laughs> those those were my <laughs> bills. Yeah. <laughs> I is, had parking tickets. I will say, it's so dangerous working in a place where you shop because your your paycheck essentially just goes back to your place of work. Because that's how I felt when I was working at, like, Foot Action and all these shoe places right? that I worked at, like... Do not, okay? Do yourself a favor. Well, <laughs> well, my boss at Nike was like, Dante, we love you here, man. <laughs> I was like, what? So first of all, I thought when he said that, I thought it was because I was doing a good job because I got uh-huh. two Employee of the Month awards. They were called Ace Awards. Um, I got two of those, and it was rare that someone in the stockroom got them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm fucking killing it, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, he loves the work I'm putting in. He's like, you know, we just pay you, and then you just pay <laughs> us back. And then we hit our numbers because of you. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, that yeah. is what's up, man. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I had a lot of shoes. But yeah, so anyways, in Portland, it was a lot easier to get the kicks. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you guys where I got them because <laughs> I don't want you fuckers to go line up mm-hmm. if I do go Keep down there for them. Keeping it to myself, gatekeeping. Why do you think it's easier to get it over there opposed to here in Seattle? I, I'm I might be embellishing the okay. whole situation because that sneaker release was on a Sunday, the Lord's Day, yeah. for some people. And that could be the reason why there was nobody in line. Dudes were, like, getting, like, three or four pairs of the same shoes. Do people even do that in Seattle? These oh, days? yeah. Like, you can get shoes in store. Mm-hmm. I will I will say once the lottery or raffle or tickets hit, I don't know. I, I don't buy shoes anymore. Really? Neither does my husband, who used to. Um, it just seemed like it was harder to attain. Yeah. Obtain. <laughs> Wait, would you say attain or obtain? Oh, I thought. <laughs> it just seemed yeah. like, I'm like, I'm not going to go stand in line and maybe get a shoe or not. I don't know. And I then told, the whole st- sneakers app happened. So I told myself that I would never do that again. And I guess this is part of being like getting older and shit. You're like, fuck, I'm too old for this. I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not going to wait 14 hours for a pair of shoes, which I did do that one time and still did not get the shoes. A lot of us, a lot of us were in line. If you're at Nike Town, Seattle, we waited in line for those Thunder 4s, the all-yellow all, the all yellow 4s. We skipped school. I remember <laughs> I left second period to go wait in line. One of my friend's brothers was fifth in line. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he spent the night, but he was like fourth or fifth in Probably. line. Still didn't get him. How are you fifth in line and don't get it? Is it because the raffle system? Nope. They, so, you know, if any of you guys remember the early 2000s, back in the day, it was you wait in line, sometimes you get a ticket, or it's first come, first serve. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way, it's first come, first serve. It wasn't a raffle. Mm-hmm. You just have to be in line in order to get your ticket. Yeah. People were also backdooring the shoes, meaning they were giving it to friends mm-hmm. that would pay early. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one guy that worked at Nike Town, he actually knew one of the Seahawks players at the time. And we all saw this shit happen. Dude walked out with like six, seven bags of shoes. And th- this is when limited pairs were actually like only 20 pairs in the store. Mm-hmm. Not, oh my God, it's a quick strike. We're never going to get That's them again. Only fair. certain shoes. It was really only 20 pairs in the store and no other stores in the city would have them. Wow. Um, but 
But yeah, anyways. We, we don't do that <laughs> In Portland, we got the shoes. What else has been going on? You know, that Portland was my last trip. And then I, when I came back home, I'm focusing on my plants now. Because oh, yeah, it is stuff. spring again. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't feel like spring, but we're back into spring. Mm-hmm. And I got to supply my customers with their drugs. You know what I mean? <laughs> their plants. <laughs> it does look really good. I saw your setup recently. Gang, it's gang. It's working on point. Plant I'm zaddy. impressed uh-huh, uh-huh. about your organization. And I'm stepping it up, man. You know, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to treat this like a legitimate organized business. You know, I already went into it as it was going to be. I already went into it as if I was going to treat this like a business, right? Mm-hmm. You know, as the years go by, I do think at some point I want to open up a plant nursery. And I have other plans in mind to mm-hmm. to go along with this whole plant thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, that's all in the works. And I just want to make sure that I can provide for the people. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Well, good luck. I mean, so far I need looking it. good. I need it. So if you want to buy plants for me, please... Email us or He's your guy. <laughs> message me. Yeah. Um, so what's up with you? I did another 48-hour trip to the East Coast nice. a few weeks back before I got sick. I um, A day before my trip to Cancun, my cousin hit me up and was like, I have an extra ticket to tour the West Wing of the White House. Do mm-hmm. you want to go? And I was like, hell yes, I want to go. So made it happen Flew out really quick, um, went to the National Mall at nighttime, which is super nice. If you haven't gone during nighttime, it's like, it's very serene, very quiet. Um, It's just very peaceful, Mm -hmm. opposed to when it's super crowded during the day, as you can imagine. But on my second and last night, went to the White House. And what surprised me the most about the White House I will never watch another White House movie or movie staged in the White House like the same ever again because I know what it looks like. It is a lot smaller than I imagined. So if we weren't on this private tour, it probably just took us like a minute, under two minutes to walk around. Okay. The rooms were that close to each other. And actually it felt like someone's residence. So this is like the fucking Price is Right setup. Like when you're Did on it TV, it looks fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, but pri- yeah okay. Price is Right <laughs> small as shit. All right. So um, white House is just a, in the, a white apartment building pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, and maybe it was just because it was the West Wing. And then I'm thinking like, it can't be this small, right? Maybe they're like hiding the real parts of the White House <laughs> from us. Yeah. Because it was just in your face. Like, you would think, what's the room where they make big decisions in? Like, if there was a, an emergency and they went into it. Not the cabinet room, but... You're asking the wrong person. Okay. Well, it's supposed to be a room where, like, if something is super important is happening and they all need to make a decisions, and it seems like it's, like, down the hallway, like... Is there a red button? Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, that I see room. it in the movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Like, it's really just right there in your face, like, across from their mess hall. Okay? Like, okay. where they eat and where employees, like, grab their lunch. That like, is fucking crazy. And then, um, and then one of the coolest things I saw was actually a couple things. So, the White House press briefing room, like, where they do all the, the big speeches, I guess. You know? Like, the podium. 
where all the people sit. And I learned, I learned that there's like. Sorry, I'm just like, I got this blank stare. Like, all right. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Well, you know where people (laughs) sit in like the theater seating, Mm -hmm. each news network actually has a specific chair that they sit in for each each press briefing. And for some reason, AP, Associated Press, always goes first, no matter what. That's Mm -hmm. who they start with. And then another cool thing I saw was like this. It was in the West Wing lobby. It was a bookshelf cabinet thing that has survived like one or two fires in the White House and it's like older than the country and it just sits there and it's like actually being used in the West Wing It survived one or two fires in the White House. Yeah, so for example... So that portion of the White House was on fire? Yes, but only because that piece of furniture was actually taken away. Sounds like the devil's furniture wherever that... Wherever that bookcase is at, so it's not like the book. It's not like the bookshelf was being used in place, and then the whole like the place caught on fire and it survived. Uh It's just like it was out of place for a moment. It caught on fire, and then it like went back to. I just picked. Sorry, a picture walking into the room, and there's this ominous bookcase just right in the corner, and it's it's like super dark there's just a shadow casted over the bookcase while the whole room is lit yeah no not not like that okay. that would be really creepy yeah, yeah, yeah but anyways i mean it was pretty cool went to the white house never thought i'd ever go oh and we saw marine one the president's helicopter um arriving and leaving nice um amidst our tour so that was pretty cool okay another check-in and some like pretty big news that I have is I have a freaking job now. Oh shit, that was a quick transition. Okay, I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Well, I was trying to get the White House. All right. Um, yeah, like that's how long. Thank you, thank you. That's how long it's been since we last recorded. I have a job now, and I'm like, it's week three on the job. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, all the emotions of going from like a stay-at-home mom back into the workforce, which. I'm a little sad about I didn't really get to enjoy that transition because I was so sick like a dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't really get to enjoy, like, my last... I think I got to enjoy my last week of being a stay-at-home parent a lot, mm-hmm. but, like, the other two weeks prior, I was just in bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. Okay. But, I mean, so far, so good. I think I'm really enjoying it. I'm getting a hang of things. I am a private events coordinator, but I will not say where. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> so do you enjoy the work you're doing so far do you enjoy being back at work yes Mm -hmm. i do i will say i think it was the other day because i am meeting so many people i i thought to myself for a second i was like am i socially awkward now like because i've been a stay at home for the past two and a half years and i've kept my circle really small and i'm not socializing right as much um, I was like, I think I'm socially, I'm a little socially awkward right now as I ease back into the workplace. <laughs> you get into the office and just start babbling, saying nonsense <laughs> shit. No one's even talking to you. You just start talking. I mean, it's like cool to be around people again, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, where, where a lot of people I think have kind of embraced working from home mm-hmm. and a, a hybrid schedule or whatever. And I'm back in five days a week. Which, I, you know, it's, it's crazy to think that way because I don't think a lot of people are still working from home as much as you want to assume. Mm. Um, and I guess I'm just basing it on the people that I work with because a lot of them are saying that they're really being encouraged to go back to the office mm-hmm. um, at least 60%. So mm. three days out yeah. of the week. Um, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, well, congrats to you on the new job. Hopefully, Thank you get a promotion you. quickly. Maybe we'll in like see. two weeks, three weeks. Probably. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. <laughs> Start running the place, mm-hmm. being a boss. I was alone yesterday on my team. Oh shit! I was like, they just hey. got tired of you. <laughs> they were like, let's get the fuck out of here. You know, she's a little socially awkward. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was pretty cool. So yeah, nice. All right, well. Let's get into it. I wanted to ask you, why do we feel or think we are old in the first place? At this, like, what I think is a prime age of 30, sometimes I forget how old I am, 33. Yeah, yeah. What makes you think, like, damn, I am getting old? So, I thought I was old, or I thought I was getting old when I was in my early 20s. Early twenties, uh, but it was it was because I just graduated college. Okay. And well, I guess mid twenties. I, I just graduated college, and I was like, "Okay, what am I gonna do? I gotta get my shit together, mm-hmm. right?" And I felt like shit was hitting me quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a while, you know, go, going into my thirties, I I never really felt old physically. The only thing, the only changes I saw were that it's harder for me to be as active or see results based on my on mm. my workouts, right? The things I found interest in, they didn't change, but the way that I prioritized my interests changed. So anything that helped me progress professionally, I tried to focus on that rather than going out during the week, hanging out mm-hmm. anytime, like every week or whatever. Like now I stay in on Friday, Saturday nights so that I can, mm-hmm. re- Not, I don't stay in every night because the beginning, the first few episodes, we sound like alcoholics, but um you sound like, like alcohol. <laughs> so, like, hey, I, I was transitioning back into living in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, had, like, right. catching up to do. <laughs> but, you know, now I don't feel as old. But, yeah, like I said, in my mid-20s, you know, I really thought I was supposed to have my shit together. And it was based on what I saw other people doing, mm. right? Um, other friends and social media, mm. uh, TV shows. When you, is that, do you think when you, once you graduated college, you had like a mind shift change or what do you think it was? There were a couple shifts. So one of my shifts was that I was more focused and I took life a lot more seriously. So prior to college or like getting, I know it sounds weird. (laughs) The face I. (laughs) I know you're like, the fuck you mean? Like, (laughs) bitch, you did not love life (laughs) or take it seriously? No. So for when I was younger, I mean, I feel like a lot of people would agree that I just didn't really care. I was the type that wanted to go out all the time. Mm-hmm. I wanted you were to kick the party it. Type. Yeah, I just wanted to have fun, right? And my idea of fun was going out to party, mm-hmm. going out to bars, clubs, mm-hmm. house parties, whatever it was. And so when I went, when I got into college, mm-hmm. I started a little bit later. Um, got to Wazoo at twenty-two. My third year um, at Wazoo was when I was twenty-two, and. I was like, Dante, it's time to focus. You know, get your shit together. Just get mm-hmm. into school. Get out. I went there because I thought I wouldn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. Turns out I knew a few people. And I didn't stop partying. So it mm-hmm. was the same shit. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until my senior year when I had that shift where I was like, oh, like people take their career seriously. Uh-oh. I went to a conference. People were taking their research seriously. They were mm-hmm. really trying to make 
changes within the um, within the field of mm-hmm. kinesiology, right? Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I want to make an impact. And I think that once I figured out that I wanted to have a positive impact on society, that's when my mind shift changed, mm-hmm. right? Because I realized that the world, like life is bigger than me okay. having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I guess that's when I started feeling <laughs> older. You know, it makes me think about where you are at in life and who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm impacts your perspective like for example for me growing up I I think I watched a lot of more reality tv than others yep and why are you no yeah yeah no I'm (laughs) I'm right I'm right there with you okay and so what what I'm trying to say is when I watch the contestants on these tv shows and immediately when I saw that like Joe was age 26 and he was like uh senior account manager at some marketing firm or whatever be like damn like he has his shit together and he's responsible like fuck he's old and it kind of like shaped my perspective what oh never mind of, i'm not there with you on that one <laughs> yeah let me finish okay just like it kind of like the media or uh, yeah the media shaped my perspective on what what i thought quote unquote old was mm-hmm. Let me backtrack to my previous job that I held right, whatever, a couple years ago before I was a stay-at-home mom. I worked in a retirement community for six years, Mm -hmm. and I was surrounded by older adults, talking to a lot of older adults. And essentially, my job was to take inquiries, fill the building. And you had to be a minimum age of 62 to move in. And then so when I had a prospective residence uh, inquiring about moving in. And when I heard they were like 68 years old, 70 years old, 72 years old, I remember thinking like, you are young. Like, you're still young. So again, I think it, it's like the environment you are surrounded in um, definitely plays a role on how you, what you perceive old to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now I'm like, Shit, yeah, 60 years old is still young. So why at 33 do I feel like, oh, damn, I'm old? I have grandma tendencies. For sure. I think when we go through these stages of life, we have we, we tend to reflect on our previous years so much mm-hmm. um, as if those were our best years and not realizing that we can we still have an opportunity to make mm. the, the current decade mm-hmm. our best decade of our life, right? Yes. Or the current year the best year of our life. And I think when yeah. you strive for that, or at least have that mentality. That's is what that is going to be. What that is. <laughs> I think that when you when you keep that mentality, that's. I think that when you keep that mentality, what is happening? That, right now? I, don't, I don't know. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> I think I think I'm getting old. Okay, so I think when you keep that mentality, that's what that is. What's going to help you stay young. Oh my God. That was, okay, so that was a struggle. When you keep that mentality, that's going to help you stay young. Have my you, God, that was That, that was, was really hard. <laughs> Maybe the coffee kicked in and that caffeine was like, just make my brain it's like, fucking it's go getting haywire. It's working. Hold on. <sighs> I was going to ask you, are you familiar with the quote or saying, and do you believe it? Sorry, I'm still dying with what just happened. What um, quote? We're like, that your 20s are for making mistakes and having fun, and your 30s are for whatever. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking about that, and I was like, yes, to me, that's what your 20s was for. Like, have fun, 
make mistakes, learn from your mistakes. And your 30s are more so for like establishing yourself, um, maybe focusing more on your... This might not apply to you because you said you thought about focusing on your career in your 20s. But um, at least for me, I feel like for me, it's a lot about like growth, self-awareness, uh, becoming my own person. Because I think in our 20s, we spend a lot of time, a, a lot of our times worried about what other people think of us mm-hmm. and like fitting in. Um, but now we're just like, fuck it. Like, I am who I am. If I were to reflect on the past years and how I went about my life, I, I think that I'm fine with where I'm at. I don't think that I would associate, you know, my 20s with fucking up, my 30s with being established, just because I feel like each, again, each stage is a certain stage of growth. You know, mm-hmm. you're constantly learning, you're constantly developing, mm-hmm. regardless of what it is, because like, you can you can get yourself situated when you're in your 20s. You can get yourself situated mm-hmm. when you're a teen. I mean, if you're in the right... Sure. Headspace. Under the right... Yeah, in the right head. head. Yeah, if you're in the right headspace or if you're under the right circumstances, right? Yeah. If you're financially set up to mm-hmm. to be situated. But I think that naturally it does happen that way where people are more likely to fuck up in life and not fuck up in a bad way, more so fuck up in a sense where you're trying to figure things out, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't even think of it as fucking up. I think of it just... You're just trying to figure out life, your path, yeah. and like have fun while at it, mm-hmm. and understanding that you're gonna make some mistakes along the way. Yeah. But how are you gonna grow or learn from those mistakes? I don't know. Yeah. I don't really think of it as fucking up. Because I'm so well, and I guess for me, I'm just over exaggerating the whole thing. Because when I say fucking up, I don't. Mm-hmm. I just think of fucking up as making a mistake. Uh-huh. If I tell someone, oh, you fucked up, like, oh, don't worry about it. You just fucked up. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck do you mean don't worry about it? You just told me I fucked up. Like, no, you're good. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, if you allow yourself, or at least if you just understand, like, there, this is just another stage of development. Mm-hmm. And you're growing into a better person or trying to grow into a better person mm-hmm. that you don't have to feel like you're getting older. And mm-hmm. I think that's when that's when people start feeling like they're getting older because they're at that stage where they feel like they're getting themselves situated or mm-hmm. in a right position to mm-hmm. well, the crazy, be better. The crazy thing with that is I feel like just because you are getting more responsibilities in your life and mm-hmm. you are doing some growing up mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you are getting old. Yeah. You are getting older. Well, what is growing up, though? What do you think of growing up is to you? Um, Adulting. Yeah, adulting. What is adulting to you? So, like, gaining responsibilities, Uh not messing around as much. Yeah. I think, like, I don't know, you, not necessarily that you have a goal, but you're just not, you're still a bit more focused and have more responsibility. Mm -hmm. To put it very simply. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that do take life a little bit more serious and approach their goals, career goals, Mm -hmm. for the most part. With a lot more, um, a lot more effort, you know, usually they get this from their friends like, oh man, you don't like to have fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, we've had that conversation before where you're like, like, I just want to talk to a friend. Like, why can't we just, mm-hmm. just have a regular conversation? I'm like, so business mm-hmm. focused with almost everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, that's where 
sometimes I feel like I'm I've lost my youthfulness, right? Yeah. I've lost my just fun, happy go lucky self mm-hmm. because I'm so caught up in where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that in my early thirties, I still didn't feel like what the fuck? I'm in my early thirties. Hold say, on, never mind. <laughs> fuck, I feel okay. I that, say, we are in our early. 30s. That's a red flag. I feel old. Okay. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're talking as if you're out of uh, your uh, early thirties. I'm like, you are thirty. My God, man. That's funny. Yeah. See, like, why do we think that way? Like you said, just because you're focused and you have maybe a more business mindset, mm-hmm. or you are more focused on your goals. Yeah. Again, I don't think you're old. Yeah. We're just getting older. Oh, you gave a good example of your dad, right? You guys went to Mexico and it was oh my gosh. his yes. birthday, right? It was my dad's 70th birthday. Mm-hmm. And he was he was so excited to celebrate his birthday. And he wanted it to be acknowledged. I felt like as if we were at the club and he wanted people to <laughs> come around with like the freaking fireworks and like the the signs that said 70 or something. Yeah. Um, and when I did hear the announcement at the pool, and I was like, where is my dad? Did he hear it? Because he wanted it announced. Yeah. And I found him, like, at the bar taking shots of tequila, and I'm like, he was like, yeah, let's take one. He just had such, like, a young mindset, and he was, like, drinking more than me and my brother on this trip. That's one thing I want to point out. What? Drinking. Oh, so yeah. I'm glad your dad felt like felt young and was lively for his birthday <laughs> and shit. But one thing I noticed that this is a common phrase amongst a lot of our, or at least a lot of my friends, oh, we can't hang like we used to. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, do you ever think we weren't supposed to hang like that? We weren't supposed <laughs> to be killing fifths to ourselves. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, I, I've done that a couple of times. Oh, and um, like it's, it's crazy to think that you know, we were we look back at those years and we're like, oh shit, we can't do that anymore. The fuck, we weren't. Your body's not supposed to. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you can still enjoy the moment without drinking as much mm-hmm. or going that wild, and you can still have fun doing things that don't involve alcohol. And I guess, absolutely, I guess I'm just relating this to what a lot of my friends, like from all different circles, mm-hmm. um, tend to do a lot. You know, and I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of a lot of our friends, especially that grew up in the areas that we grew up in, they tend to do the same things, which isn't bad. What, drinking? Uh, yeah. And so, it, like, again, it's not bad. You're like, fuck, I still like to drink. But but when it when it starts the negatively. The is central, is, like, central to drinking? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's. Okay. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it like that. I just think that drinking is involved okay. with every activity. Sorry, I didn't mean it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say that drinking is involved with every activity. I remember we had a baby shower one time. We all kind of looked around and we're like, hey, is, it okay? is it okay to bring this out? And one person brought out a fifth and they're like, fuck it, if you better bring yours out, I'll bring mine out. And then everybody just brought bottles out of nowhere. At a baby shower. And it was like, kind of bottle. And I was like, this seems about right. <laughs> this seems about right. But what I wanted to say was that. You know, yeah, we can't hang like we used to. That doesn't mean we're old. Like, realizing that our body's not supposed to take in that much alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, recovery does take longer because we are reaching our prime years uh, physiologically. Mm-hmm. So, I think they said mid-30s, probably for men it's a little bit younger than women. Um, we've reached our physical peak. Mm-hmm. And okay. when it comes to recovery, it takes a lot longer for our bodies to recover when you, when you damage anything. 
mm-hmm. in your body. When I say damage, like just tearing tissues, mm-hmm. you know, getting sick or w- whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. When you notice that drinking is negatively impacting other stuff, mm-hmm. for instance, being able to hang out with family, being able to hang out with friends, getting up early, doing yard work, like that, that's a bad sign. And it mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're getting old. I think that you should really reassess your values and realize like, yo, we shouldn't have to kick it that hard. Mm-hmm. I think I've definitely realized that like in the last few years too, just minimizing the amount of alcohol taken. And it's like, just not as much as I used to when I was in my 20s. And again, I think that's just me with, that's just me like growing up and realizing I don't have to be, you know, dependent on alcohol to have a good time. Were you dependent? No. Are you I okay? Wasn't. I'm okay. You know. <laughs> what I mean is like when we were in our 20s. You and want we the, the helpline number? Stop. <laughs> but no, what I'm referring to is when we were in our college days and we were going to the Ave and going to Earl's. Oh, Tuesdays, Thursdays. God. So this is how college went for me. Tuesdays, Thursdays, <sighs> went to the Ave. And then on Fridays and Saturdays, we'd go to like Belltown or Capitol yeah. Hill. And... You know, Fridays fine, or Saturdays. No, Fridays and Saturdays. Oh, I thought you said Sorry. or. I was maybe like, what I you did, mean? Maybe I did say or. But what I'm trying to get at is like, because I don't do those activities anymore, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm old because I drink tea and I read a book and I yeah. want to stay in on Friday night, you know? Yeah. It was kind of this joke when at a previous workplace and one of my coworkers who was about a decade older than me, she was going out. More than I was while I would just, while I just went home, mm-hmm. you know, she went out and we would joke that like I was the quote unquote grandma and she was the younger one, you know. Yeah. So again, I think we always like make fun and poke because we don't do what we did in our twenties. We're older. Yeah. But just because I do drink tea and uh, read a book and crochet and. <laughs> I mean, sh- have yeah. 12 cats, I mean, whatever. <laughs> but, um, you know, again, it doesn't mean we are old. I think the last thing I want to do is be in my 40s or 50s and finally realizing, like, oh, shoot, I am really getting older now. And I am getting to, like, the later stages of my life. Hold on. <laughs> um, I don't want to be in my 40s or 50s thinking that and be like, oh, dang, what was I doing in my 30s then? And why was I thinking I was... Young, get old in my 30s. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't want to think like that. I, I'm not going to. I, I made a decision. No, I'm not, I'm not going to. Yeah. You know, every year I'm like, I want Except wanna... when you're so business-minded and serious. Well, I don't, the thing is, like, I don't think that makes me older. That doesn't make me feel old, right? Because mm-hmm. I've changed my values. I restructured my whole value set mm-hmm. in life to where it's like, I don't really care... Mm-hmm. about going out. Like, I, I, I do want to go out. Don't get me wrong. I do want to go out. Mm-hmm. But if nobody, if I don't get a text message, if nobody's doing nothing, mm-hmm. I'm fine with staying in mm-hmm. and working on my shit. If, I'm fine with being in bed sure. and going to sleep by like 10 o'clock to wake up at 5. Sure. 4 or 5 and I'm good. Because I, I get shit done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, You know, I do have some clients where they're like, 2021 20, and they do stay and they don't party they they study they read whatever they hang out with friends and just chill not get fucked up all the time and mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that you're that you're old or you're doing things that old people do yeah. i think that um 
I think that we should be more accepting of people being able to do whatever the hell they want sure. at whatever age. Let's sure. say gardening, for example. You know, mm-hmm. I had an old high school friend reach out. He was like, hey, yo, Dante, man, I need those plants, dog. I need those plants. <laughs> so he was like, he was like, hey, man, um, it's crazy. I didn't know you sell plants. Like, yeah, you got, uh, what do you got? I want to I buy some plants. So we start catching up and he's like, it's crazy how, you know, the older we get, the more we get into gardening. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, yo, I, I used to be I've in, been doing this. yeah, I've been doing this since I was like 12. Like 11, 12, and it's because I used to help out my grandpa, right? Yeah. And it's weird that you associate it with just old people. Like, there are activities associated with old people where it's like, yo, you you could fucking crochet when you're a teenager. What's Mm -hmm. wrong with that? If someone makes some dope-ass shit, Mm -hmm. um, like crocheting, like, yo, the shit's still dope. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean it's old. And I feel like a lot of younger people don't do certain things because it's like, oh, none of of my, that's old, that's for old people, and none of my friends do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it makes me think about, okay, going back to this idea of losing our youthfulness. I think I was talking to you the other day how I was sitting in a Costco parking lot and I observed a gen, like an older gentleman um, pushing his cart down the parking lot. Aisle, <laughs> but he was not walking and pushing it. He was riding the cart as if he was like... A 13-year-old boy. That's a And, hold on, he was by himself, and I'm talking about, like, one leg up in the air, one other leg on the cart, and he was just, like, as free as can be. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. Like, he still has some youthfulness to him, you know? And I think you've talked about this before, that... How else are you supposed to go down with the cart? That's what I mentioned. Just walk and push. (laughs) There's no other way. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. So, like, like when I see him, I'm like, oh, he's youthful in essence, right? Uh My dad at 70, celebrating his 70th birthday, to me, that was young in essence. Mm -hmm. You mentioned to me sometime in the last couple of years that a life event happened and you feel like you weren't as serious anymore or you don't joke around as much anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. and you've kind of like lost your youthfulness. Yep. And so I guess that's what we're trying to get at is like why in our 30s do we feel like we are old or lose our youthfulness? So, youthfulness. <laughs> so again, like for me, I don't feel like I don't feel old. I know I've lost my youthfulness. Mm-hmm. I don't feel old. Mm-hmm. Um, from a physical standpoint, you know, I hear a lot of it from all my friends where they shy away from physical activity uh-huh. because they're like, man, we can't, I can't be doing this anymore. I remember there was one time we were on a basketball court. We we're playing basketball and I was trying to do something and my, my boy Chip was like, Dante, man, you ain't 20 no more. You can't be doing that. I'm like, yeah, I can. I'm like, what do you mean? I, I, I can do this. I can do this. I, I didn't do it. Just to clarify, <laughs> I didn't do what I wanted to do. But um, but it's not going to stop me from trying to be as physically active as when I was younger, right? Mm-hmm. But I noticed that when a lot more people, when they hit their 30s, if they start feeling back pain, it's not like, oh, shit, why do I feel this way? It's like, oh, shit, I'm in my 30s. Yes. Yeah. Did Are this, you like that? Hold on. Did this happen to you? When the moment I turned 30, this yeah. is serious. Yeah. The moment I turned 30, my body started like deteriorating. Mm-hmm. My back was sore, body aches. 
I mean, I had bad knees when in my 20s, but, like, my entire leg was, like, just, you know. Yeah. The, we're the, going downhill at this point. The day of my birthday? Yeah. Right when I woke up, my back blew out. So that's what I mean. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, no. No, this can't happen. <laughs> like, I... I don't know. It's crazy. And it's like this big play in society, right? Like turning 30 is such a big deal that it just makes it seem like, damn, we are old Mm -hmm. at 30. But, But, you know, don't set expectations on our age. You know what I mean? We shouldn't. I don't think we should at uh all. No. I'm actually like, personally, like I'm very excited for my 30s. What do you mean for? You're very we're there. Excited for I am very. I'm <laughs> for the rest still of your thirties, we're yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be like one of my better, if not best, decades. Mm-hmm. But I mean, who's to say how my forties are going to be? Just saying, the twenties wasn't, you know, everything. Yeah. Even though it was fun. You know, I think that a lot of people will be able to relate to this part that I'm about to say here. The one and only thing that can make me feel old is being single in your 30s. Uh, Only looking at it from the perspective of wanting to have a family, right? Being that old parent. No one wants to be that old parent. I don't want to be 85 with my two-year-old on my two-year-old's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but but I think that... This is going down (laughs) in the archives. Oh, man. But yeah, so I think that... I think that's a one one thing that would really get to me. Yeah. Because because that's the like the one thing like you really can't change, parent. right? Well, not necessarily the pressure of being an old parent. I think that, you know, when you're in the dating scene in your 30s, again, a lot of people are probably going to agree, it's tough because it's so serious when you're on that first date. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. we making so babies like tonight or chase. what? Yeah. yeah. It's like cut to the chase. Uh, you ready to get married? Here's like, the ring. We doing this? Like... Yeah. 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 What's up? What's up? <laughs> you have like no time. Lay it down right like, now. Get to know with yeah. your potential partner for life. Yeah. Um, get some. Get some. <laughs> hey, whoever's listening, if you man, y'all know what I'm talking about. Just in your bio, be like, are you ready for <laughs> marriage and a family within the next nine months? That's like the show, of The Perfect Match. Tell me more. So, The Perfect Match is a, is a show on Netflix. Reality. Netflix show, not TV show, I guess. These are cast members from other dating shows, whatever on else is on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, a bunch of people come on, and what they do is they have to match by the end of the night with someone. Mm-hmm. If you don't match, kicked off the show. Mm-hmm. Next the pressure. Next week or day, whatever the airing time is or whatever, mm-hmm. a new group of cast members come on. Then you rematch again, mm-hmm. and then whoever is not matched with someone, kicked mm-hmm. off. So they keep doing that over. Mm. It's like speed dating, but with yeah. a lot more drama because you yeah. see everything happening in front of you. And there was this one dude named Bartise. Yeah. Yeah, you know Bartise. Yeah. Okay, so I don't Love know. Love his mind. Okay. So, anyways, I remember that episode where he wasn't ready to get married. Married. Oh. Because yeah, Love yeah, is Blind, yeah, you're yeah, supposed yeah. to get married, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, they get to the altar. He doesn't want to get married. This big issue about like, man, I'm. 20, he said he was like 26. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 So he said he's 26. Around there. And he's like, you know, I picture myself getting married in about eight years. I want to have kids in my mid 30s. I think in the show that I watched recently, he said something about like six to eight. And the girl's like, make it make sense. Yeah. And the reason why is because love is blind is you get engaged in 10 days 
um, in order to see your fiance, you live with each other for 30 days, and then you stand at the altar and decide whether you say yes or no. What are you talking about? Love is blind. Oh, that's you're explaining why, what the show... Yeah, okay, all that's right. That's why that's very surprising of me for... Um, very surprising to hear Bartiz say, oh, I want to get married in eight years because he was a contestant on Love is Blind. Yeah. Where the whole premise is like, essentially... Well, he well, did... One, is love blind? But two, if you go down that route, you're marrying you're married, someone yeah. in like under two months. Well, he did the same shit in the other show, The Perfect Match, where he's like, I don't know if I want to get married. Yeah. Thinking, I'm still young. I want to live yeah. my 20s. I was like, well, what the fuck are you missing out on in your 20s? You know what I mean? That where marriage is going to ruin it. And mm-hmm. a lot of people say that, or at least when we were in our early 20s, I noticed a lot of people were like, man, I don't want to get married yet. I don't want to have kids yet. I want, and a lot of people do, do this even now. They don't want to have kids now because they want to spend time like traveling and Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada, which I don't understand how you can fear, you can have a fear of that impacting that lifestyle. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe for like two years, you know, but it, how is that really going to change your travel experience unless you plan on fucking hiking Mount Everest? Mm-hmm. Like, you can still enjoy Italy with the, with the little ones. Mm-hmm. It might be a little bit harder, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, but I think that. The fear of giving up your youthful years in exchange for a more adult lifestyle, mm-hmm. I think is bullshit. Like mm-hmm. you can still live those, have those youthful experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, every, with with having all that other stuff in your life. You know, it's interesting because as a mom of two young boys, age four and five years old, mm-hmm. um, while yes, I feel older, but they also still keep me very young. Yeah, and. They're like the reasons why I go to freaking children's museums these days or all these like kid activities, right? Yeah. And so in a sense, it's like it's another opportunity for me to be a kid again, yeah, except I'm also the adult like watching and, and, and responsible for two little humans. So it's, um, it's just a different ballgame. I think when people say that, like, yes, you can still travel with your kids. It just looks a little different. You're not able to do things on the fly like you wanted to. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. And you just have to take into account, like, like yeah, we can still travel, but we're going to have our children with us. Yep. And so maybe I won't get to do the things that I could do prior to kids, but nonetheless, you still get to enjoy it. Yeah. You just get to enjoy it differently. I might not have pointed this out earlier, but the reason why I brought up the whole travel thing is because a long time ago I had a friend that said, they still want to be able to travel while they're young. Uh-huh. And that confused me because what are you going to be doing when you're in your 20s that you can't do when you're in your 30s versus in your 40s? Granted, Vegas ain't going to be the same. I know that. I'll prove you wrong. Just oh, kidding. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, shit like that might be a little bit different. You know, it's the whole idea of, oh, yeah, we can't hang like we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's like you can still figure out a way that have that same enjoyable experience, but at a lesser extreme or not as extreme. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Which, I, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I wanted to say that I think one thing we need to do is change the whole act your age. Mm. Not even change it, like just get rid of it. Ooh. Like how am I supposed to be acting when I'm 30? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. How am I supposed to be acting when I'm 20? Like why, why are you making it acceptable to act 
this way at a certain age. But don't yeah. you have don't you have certain um, like social behavior expectations of a fifty year old over a thirty year old? No. Why not? Well, I think that don't you expect the fifty year old to be more mature, or maybe have more knowledge or wisdom More, i mean knowledge or wisdom or, yeah i mean i think that's different than how you how you can act you can still be wise and mm-hmm. have a little pep in your step you know what i mean mm-hmm. youthfulness yeah again thinking about like my dad or others you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah it is interesting i think again of like the older adults that i worked with at the retirement community and thinking like this is a time in their lives where they are retired and they do get to focus on their hobbies and interests, their hobbies and interests and how they want to spend their time opposed to just working and like slaving away at work, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. How do you think or what do you think people can be doing in their day-to-day lives to hold on to their youthfulness? Understanding I, there's always time. Understanding there is always time. Think Ooh. that when you think that when you go out with the mentality that life's too short, you kind of overload yourself with experiences just to get it out the way. Hmm. And once you've experienced it, you're like, oh, okay, I feel okay. Rather than being able to stretch out those experiences and understand that, you know, I can have this type of fun my whole fucking life. Mm-hmm. My whole life. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea of life is too short. I, I don't think life is too short. Life is the longest thing we have. Life is exactly for real. <laughs> like and, it's actually, it actually you know the is. likely the likelihood of something happening to us where we die at a young age. Um, when I say young age, I mean younger than the expected life or younger than the average life expectancy in the U.S. Right, um, <clears throat> or wherever wherever you're at, it's quite slim that you're going to die 20, 30, 40 years before that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but I think that when you, when you just live it up, live your life up to its potential without any expectation or at least without the idea of thinking that life is too short, you're going to be able to keep that youthfulness. Mm-hmm. I sometimes think if I think life is so short, so I'm going to use that as a motivation to do what I want to do, not thinking like... Yeah, I'm going to die soon. But you know what I mean? Just like, when is a better time than now? Or why keep pushing it back? I know one thing for me that I try and do often is practice gratitude in every day, realizing that like in this moment in time, like this is the youngest I'm ever going to, this is the youngest I'm ever going to be again. And mm-hmm. at the same time, this is the oldest I have been. Yeah, And just kind of taking advantage see like I take I try and take advantage of the now and like again why wait why push back to do the thing that I've been wanting to do why not just do it that's kind of how I that's kind of how I think okay other things we can be doing day to day to hold on to our youthfulness Ooh, one thing I do like is learning new skills Mm -hmm. or Learning new subjects that interest us, Mm -hmm. you know, going back to the mindset we grew up with, that we should be curious about things. I mean, when we're like, when we're first starting school, you're so curious, you want to like learn everything. 
branch out and explore. And I think maybe we maybe we tend to lose a little bit of that as we grow older mm-hmm. because we think, oh, I know what my interests are. I know what my hobbies are. And we don't want to step out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one way. So I was reading a study where they're saying that people rated higher with an overall rate of well-being mm-hmm. when they were associated with a specific group. Didn't matter what group it was. When you find your identity, they tend to gravitate towards this social group. For one, because it feeds their identity. And two, they get to interact with people. So I think interaction is a really, really important thing where as we get older, we do tend to lose friends because everybody has their own lives to deal with, right? You got families, you got relationships, you got career goals. When people get too focused, you when people get too focused, they tend to stay in their lane, in their mm-hmm. tunnel. They don't want people to interact with mm-hmm. their routes to success or whatever their mm-hmm. route is, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to focus on keeping people around and building better relationships, which mm-hmm. in turn can help us mm-hmm. stay useful, right? Yes. But of course, they got to be important relationships. You know, you, I think that they shouldn't be surface level. You know, you want to dig a little bit deeper and build build stronger connections with the people around you. Quality over quantity. Exactly. And I think that's why as I have gotten older, my circle has gotten smaller. Uh And like, I mean, interesting because I think I mentioned this the other day, like I do want to talk about in a future episode about maintaining friendships as adults or nourishing friendships as adults because it can be more challenging and difficult. And I think you're kind of talking about this right now, why it is. Because of things like families, careers, and the paths we take. So, I agree with you. Do you feel like you're older than, older, younger, or at that right point than where you actually are? Do I feel older than 33? Yeah, older, younger, or you feel, feel like you're 33? Um, I think there's different aspects of my life where I feel like I am 33. If it's, like, one thing I wish I did a little more was, like try new restaurants in town like I miss going out and having those dining experiences and I don't know because COVID kind of COVID moving away from the city right plays a factor into this but I miss like being out on the town okay I think I'm such like a city gal at heart and I'm always going to have that in me and so like that's one thing I don't do these days Um, that I wish I did more of. Other than that, I feel like I'm pretty on par. Like, I feel like a 33-year-old. And my cousin, who is 22, reminds me often, like, Michelle, you're so old. I'm like, I'm not that old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I had some clients check in on me. They're like, Dante, you got all this shit. I was like, (laughs) you were just born yesterday. Chill the fuck out. You know, I had a kind of a reality check. When we were in Portland, there was... A concert we went to, shout out Emotional Oranges. Uh, for those of you that know who they are, you know, pretty chill vibes. so emotional. They, they, they did get a little emotional <laughs> towards the end. I was like, man, I am not trying to cry right now. The fuck? I'm trying to have fun. Well, when it you is go a to Friday a concert night. of Emotional Oranges, right? you're bound to get emotional. Yes, for real. <laughs> so anyways, we go to McMinimins in Portland. Yes. For those of you that know McMinimins, there's it's like a multi-level bar. I think most of them are multi-level, uh-huh. but this one had three levels, and on the second level, there was a throwback event, 
And so, you know, I, I feel like everybody our age were like, oh shit, throwback event, let's go, 90s baby, it's about to be fucking live up in that bitch. We're like, oh, what's the cover? Oh, 12 bucks. First of all, who the fuck covers, who has a cover of $12? What, it should be 10, 15, 20, whatever. Um, but anyways, what are you going to do with the extra two bucks? Whatever. They're so, pocketing it. <laughs> it's weird. So anyways, we're like, oh, what are you guys playing? He says, throwbacks. Uh, you know, early 2000s, about 2010 and up. I was like, 2010 that's and early. Up. You mean 2010 and before? No, 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 no. You mean 2010 and up. 2010, no, 11, 12. Oh, well, so 2010s and like. And behind. No, 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 like 10 to 15, somewhere around there. Oh, shit. Like, that's kind of the throwback. So I was oh, like, damn. I was like, y'all don't got no Aaliyah? Like, no, hold on. 2015, that's like five years ago in my head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it's almost 10 years ago. I know. And remember, and you remember when we used to go to the clubs, you know, 2000, what, 10? Uh huh. Um, they were still playing stuff from the 90s, right? Yeah. Late 90s. And that's like, that was yeah. the throwback night. Gosh. You know what I mean? So, it's kind of a reality check where it's like, fuck, Nelly EI is the new throwback. And even kids like that are 19, 20 still don't know who the fuck that is. 19, 20. No, 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 that are 19 or 20. Oh. Yeah. They're, yeah. Oh. And so they don't know, know. like about yeah. that music, right? Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. But shout out to our fans because more than half of the people that answered our little poll here that uh-huh. we had, they said they feel good for their age. Uh-huh. You know, only a quarter of the people felt old as shit. Um, I hope that whoever felt old as shit no longer feels old as shit. Like, please get your shit together. <laughs> Again, I think it's just, it's, it really depends on perspective. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I think that, you know, after talking about it today, I'm definitely going to have a better outlook on it and mm-hmm. realize that not every, every thought has to be a business, a business perspective. Uh-huh. I'm working on it. Uh-huh. I'm working on it. I think <laughs> I, I'm actually kind of scared that it's never gonna stop, but I'm trying. I'm trying. I don't think you have to lose it. Well, I think that I it, think it over. There's a time and a place for it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, yeah, not necessarily need to lose it, but I just yeah. need to need to figure out where do I cut off that yeah that um mm-hmm. that thought process, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm realizing that feeling or being young is more of a state of mind yep. than actually defined by our age. Let's do some young shit. All right, let's go. Let's <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck. I don't... Where's we don't even one? know what to do. We're so old. We don't know what to do. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you guys know. If you have any ideas, let us know. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully y'all can stay useful with us because, you know, when we start throwing together these events... We're trying to stay young and live for you guys. So remember, we all have different journeys in life. What may be right for me might not be right for you and vice versa. We're hoping this episode enlightened you and inspired you to bring up these types of conversation with your community. And hoping that you can be a part of our community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at life.ini. And that's a wrap on our comeback. Catch you guys next time. Until next time.